online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Thursday, April the 27th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is hour two of episode 847. And man, do we have a great second hour for you. If you missed our first hour, oh, by golly, you missed a really good hour. We had Sugar, Shane, Albee on here. We talked about uh, University of Mount Olive. We talked some George Whitfield. We talked some uh, some Down East Wood Ducks baseball. We had a really good time with him. I love, love, love our time with Sugar Shane. Coming up here in this hour, though, yes, you hear him every day as part of the birthday game. He's a co-host of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College, but you're going to hear him live and in color here in just a few moments. It's uh, our co-host and admitted Carolina Panthers fan, Jonathan Massey. Uh, He's going to be uh, helping uh, break down tonight's NFL draft. He's got his own mock draft. We're going to go through pick by pick, one through 31 in uh, this year's draft with him. Uh, we're going to compare it with uh, other folks, uh, probably a couple of ESPN folks, see what they've got going on, and we're going to go from there. Hello. Uh, but before we do that, let me thank uh, a couple of sponsors here that we could not absolutely do this show without. The first one is Keith Spence. We love uh, Spence Automotive. Uh, it's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. In fact, uh, Jonathan Massey, you'll be taking me there to, uh, you'll be following me over there to, uh, Spence Automotive today to, uh, drop the old Mustang off. Oh, will I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Who knew? <laughs> there you go. I think we're going to be driving. You're a little bit out of breath here. I'm going to mute you yeah. so you can catch your breath. Yeah, <laughs> he literally ran in here. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, you got your mock draft with you, right? Yeah, that's what I, I forgot in the car, so I had to uh, back out and get it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to mute you, let you catch your breath for a second. Landa, can you bring him a bottle of water? <laughs> there you go. Hey, Spence Automotive is where I get my car services, where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly in Big Lots. Spence Automotive is owned by local sports riding legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, and tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And, yes, I will be taking my car by there today. I've got to get it inspected. So uh, we'll be get, taking it over there, getting the oil changed, the tires rotated, my 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 fluids filled. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're putting your headphones back on. i got to get a response to that last one. Yeah, no, I don't think. I think you probably should check uh, check our text message chain uh, and see what John's response to it was. Oh no, uh, he what? didn't really send anything. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm looking, and yes, you're right. He hadn't sent anything. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'll be seeing uh, Keith Spence this, uh, this morning. In fact, because you're going to follow me to Linda's work. We're going to pick her car up. Then we're going to drop the Mustang off at Spence Automotive. Then I'm going to take you where you need to go. Well, first we're going to grab breakfast somewhere. Actually, I brought my car with me, so we're good. Also, I don't have to take you anywhere then. No. Okay, I got to figure out how to. <laughs> I got to figure out how to get. I'll it. follow you to Keith. Okay. Drop your car off. Take you to Linda. Okay. Get her car. Ah, I like it. I still am gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy you breakfast this morning. Okay, as long as you wear pants. Uh oh. 
that that's a, that's a deal breaker if I don't have pants on. That is a hard line. <laughs> it's a hard line for sure. Hey, I want to also thank Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than ten years. Jonathan Massey, I couldn't be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for. Now, was Linda here when you got here? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, because I asked her to bring you back. Do you want some water? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Am I still audibly gasping for air? No, no, you sound great now. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, listen, Woodman Life, really do appreciate them. Thanks to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring this here Brian Hanks show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North right here in Kenston beside Highland Furniture. And it's also across from Cell Auto Mall. And then finally, thank you to Arendel Parrot Academy. They're the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kenston, Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina APA students receive acceptances from uh, colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road right here in Kenston. Thank you again, David Moody, all the folks over at Arendel Parrot Academy for being one of our day one sponsors, Jonathan Massey. We, we truly appreciate our day ones, don't we? We do. Yeah, yeah we had, what, eight original Eight original, we're down to six original who've stayed with us through everything now. Uh, and then, of course, we've got about 21 sponsors total. But our day ones, you know, they're just a little more special, Jonathan. Yeah, they believed in us when we didn't believe in ourselves <laughs> and continue to do so. In, indeed, indeed. Okay, Jonathan Massey. Well, i got to tell you this. You know, we just played the birthday game. Uh, you know, and I don't know why you had to run back out to your car and run back in after you did the birthday game. Oh, I, I forgot the mock draft. There the you car. go. There you go. But uh, if you heard, you would not believe. You remember when uh, when we were doing that and John Dawson fell out of his chair and I took a snap of it? Yeah. I, I put did. it on Snapchat. You would not believe how many people messaged me asking, is John, I mean, breathlessly asking, is John all right? I even had uh, one person even screenshot it, send it to me and said, do we need to send somebody over? They were worried about John. I mean, given his choice of friends, they should worry about him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he was health wise. He's fine. He is. He absolutely is fine. But today is sort of a national holiday to you, isn't it, Jonathan Massey? Yeah. You know what? Uh, Richard Clark loves NBA draft. He loves yep. NBA playoffs, which he's getting uh, his his fill of right now. NCAA tournament. I'm a football guy. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up playing baseball. I love baseball, but there's something about football. It just it uh it really just speaks to me. It really does, and like I said that in my monologue this morning, uh, Rich is our baseball, our basketball guy. Uh, Paul Whittington is our NASCAR and our uh, Carolina Hurricanes guy. Uh, Junius is our prep sports guy. You are our resident NFL and football guy. Yeah, I mean, when you spend as much money on fantasy football as we do, Brian, you can't afford not to be an <laughs> NFL guy. Which reminds me, dude, I've not been up on our uh, uh, Grimes League. I the, haven't missed anything. It's It's been slow has it okay like one message every like two weeks oh okay well i gotta tell you man i love the hanks fantasy football league which you and i are the only original members that have been in the whole time now i think uh justin hill thinks he is but he's not yeah no he was out for a year or two i know he was uh but you know well, now nah, he was an original member but he got yeah. out and he came back in i'm talking about the only two people you know what i feel bad about as i even think about that i've still zach fraley won it this past year and I still haven't got the trophy 
engraved yet and sent to him in Pennsylvania. Well, sending it out of state has not always been great for the trophy's health. No, it hasn't. Uh, yeah, well, well, he doesn't listen anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We bought. Just not. It almost <laughs> came back in pieces, dude, when it yeah. was up in Virginia. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Jonathan Massey, the NFL draft is tonight. It begins at 8 o'clock, and I said it during the birthday game, and I'll say it again. It bothers me. It bothers me to no end that the Carolina Panthers have now been on the clock for what, for a month, I guess, since they traded up to uh-huh. get the number one pick. How in the world do they – they know who they're going to pick. I, I think, think so. that the, when it, when the show starts at 8 o'clock tonight, it should be, hey, welcome to ESPN or NFL Network or whatever, and here's the first pick from the Carolina Panthers. I really think that's what should happen. Why don't they do that? They know who they're going to pick. I think they had an idea when they traded up. I think it was down between maybe two or three guys. And I think through due diligence, I think in the last week or so, they figured out this is this is going to be our guy. Um, I'm not going to completely discount them going, well, you know what? We like this other guy more and teams clearly don't value him as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Let's try to trade back down a little bit. Who would do it though? I mean, I'm not saying that anything's in the realm of possibility, Jonathan. I mean, that, that definitely is true, but I mean, uh, who is, who is that person that, you know, because it's universally accepted pretty much that the Panthers right. are going to take Bryce Young. We're yeah. going to get your pick here in a second and see what you think. But who loves Bryce Young so much that they would trade up to number one to, to get Bryce Young? I, I think Indianapolis could okay. be a team uh, just because Houston is sitting there, division rival. Houston more or less has said that if we don't get Bryce Young, we don't draft a quarterback. They They haven't outright said it, but that's – kind of the consensus uh if indianapolis thinks they can get bryce young maybe they do it um, where are they at right now four four so they would try trade up from four to one and that leaves the panthers with potentially anthony richardson um possibly cj stroud would they swap picks then you think or they would swap and then some i think what did i think a couple of years ago san francisco traded the third pick for two first. Wow. I think they could at least get this year, next year, or maybe this year and a second. Well, you are such a Panthers fan, and I know you've dropped off a little bit, but you wear their colors on your skin. I mean, you I you have mm-hmm. a uh, Panthers tattoo, and I know that was out of respect to uh, yeah. your friend who passed too, but, I mean, that still says something that, you know, you, you like the Panthers enough that uh, you've got their colors in your, in your bloodstream. Wait a minute, that's not true. But anyway, uh, yeah, I know that's right. But here's the thing that confused me the most about the Carolina Panthers trading up to one. They didn't know. I mean, usually when you make that move, you know this is the person we're drafting. They did not do that, did they? I don't think so. I, I legitimately think there were three guys they were looking at. They want their pick of the litter. Wow. Well. And, and when you have the number one pick in a – quarterback heavy top 10 mm-hmm. you can dictate how the rest of the draft goes well i don't know i uh hold on let me get this sound effect here yeah da, 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 da. okay let's see if i've got this right here hey so we're going to uh do the draft how's that dude you like that you like that uh, they just missed out on uh, people booing Goodell. <laughs> there you go. We'll let them boo you. How's that? 
That's fine. But okay, so with the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft, in the NFL Jonathan Massey draft, who do you have uh, the Carolina Panthers picking? Uh, hold on, let me do it one more time in case people miss that. Who do you have the Carolina Panthers drafting in number one there, Jonathan Massey? I have them taking Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. I think if he was 6'3", there would be a, a, a possible firefight to get to the first overall pick. And I think the Panthers could get a king's ransom for it. Unfortunately, he's you know 5'10 and a half or something. I think he's just 5'10", is from what I've read. Well, I'm giving him credit when he's wearing pumps. Um, <laughs> hey, but, by the way, it's so funny. I saw, and I know we're getting off task. We're, we're, we're we tend to do that, Jonathan. But uh, the other day, I don't know why it showed up in my feed. I'm an even six foot. I've been proud of being six foot. But it was a pair of shoes that lift shoes that that look like regular shoes, but the sole was so thin that uh, the lifts in them lift you up to it adds two inches to your height. <laughs> I'm not joking. Dude, they were $129 well, for the pair. You know, you uh, you shrink as you get older, so maybe they're just preparing you. Yeah, that's probably it. So you think if Bryce Young would have worn those, he might He have. might have, yeah. And, <laughs> and he played the way he did. Yeah, I think he is the most talented quarterback in the draft um, just across the board. I think C.J. Stroud is the more NFL-ready right now. Mm-hmm. But I think there's been some, some issues with him in testing. I've heard he scored an 18% on the S2 test, which is what they replaced the Wonderlick with. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young scored a 98. Yeah, but hey, and I, I'm glad you said that. I was listening the other day. Uh, Steve Zabin was talking about this. You know, I'm a big Steve Zabin listener. Yeah. And uh, did you know who made one of the all-time lowest Wonderlick scores and turned out to be a pretty doggone good quarterback? You probably know this, though. I don't. Dan Marino oh, okay. had one of like the three or four lowest for a quarterback ever. And dude, all he did was all, I don't know, you know, have 50, 50 touchdown season and threw for 5,000 yards back in the day when you threw for 5,000 yards back in the eighties, that was something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I agree. But what, what I've seen with this S2 test, that I read up about it. It replaced the wonder lick because the wonder lick was more of an IQ test. This is a, it, it, test different things but one of the things is how you process things on the field not necessarily if you can add two plus two yeah because i'm pretty sure if that was a test a lot of these guys wouldn't be grading very high because let's be honest these are athletes they're not road scholars yeah um i i think perhaps bryce um cj stroud scored low because the guy that does the test administers the test said that there was one particular quarterback that they didn't they weren't able to get to until about eleven o'clock at night when his flight came in and he was tired, didn't really want to be there, and they tested him again and he tested higher the second time. Well the, why didn't they reveal that score then? I they didn't well, say unless, that, they, they unless didn't, the eighteen was his high score. And they didn't say that was CJ Stroud. They just said a guy. But that was my assumption was that okay, they're talking about CJ at this point. Um, but most of the most of the scores have not been leaked, so I don't know if CJ's score was leaked. But it seems like a lot of teams are down on CJ now. Uh, all the mocks I've seen, everything I've I've read, a lot of guys aren't as high on CJ as they were <coughs> a month or two ago. Wow. Well, we've got to move right along. But how confident are you? Zero being no confidence whatsoever. A hundred percent being, oh my God, there's no way they've drafted anybody else. That it is Bryce Young at number one. 95. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, there you go, Bryce Young. And I, every interview, and I've seen a couple of interviews with him in the past couple of days, very well-spoken, uh, has command of the, the presser that he's in. You know, he gives me that, that feeling. I mean, he is he, he's a very, very smart dude. And, I mean, I don't know how that translates to being a quarterback and, you know, being under pressure and all that. But uh, does he immediately start for the Panthers? I mean, or do they what, – what the, how do they handle him? Oh, I think a lot of that's going to be seen in OTAs and leading up to the season, preseason. Because Andy Dalton's there. Andy Dalton's a veteran. I think if Bryce Young sits behind him half the season, learns a little bit, he's already a composed kid. Yeah. I think 21 years old, maybe. Uh, I think so, but. But I think he starts at some point this season. Okay. Well, there you go. That's uh, the number one overall pick in the Jonathan Massey mock NFL draft. Number two, it's the Houston Texans. Uh, Are you going to get tired of hearing that? Maybe by like 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> there you um, go. I'm going to say go. Will Anderson Jr., although I do think Tyree Wilson could be the pick here, but for the sake of best player, I think Will Anderson Jr. could be the pick. Well, how, why, bleh, why and how has that changed, Jonathan? Because as of even a week ago, we were hearing the top three picks were going to be quarterbacks and even four of the top five, which they still could be, but why are the Houston Texans, I mean, who are in desperate need of a quarterback, I can't imagine that Davis Mills, they're so confident, Jonathan Massey and Davis Mills, that they're going to, that they would forego a a quarterback. So I think they view Bryce Young as a franchise guy. I don't think they view the rest of these guys as franchise quarterbacks. Caleb Williams comes out next year. They cannot fix their offense in one year. Their offense is in shambles. Nico Collins, Noah Brown, Robert Woods are their three starting wide receivers. Damian Pierce. Wait, who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've got a decent offensive line, but you're not. You don't have the weapons around your quarterback for him to really take a step forward, and you don't want to throw a rookie quarterback into that situation. You can put a Will Anderson or a Tyree Wilson on your defense, and it and it solves some problems there but you're also still going to not put up a lot of points. You'll be in position to perhaps draft Caleb Williams next year. Okay, well, there you go. And Caleb Williams from? USC, formerly of Oklahoma. There you go. Okay, this next pick, uh, number three, is Arizona. However, yeah, I know, however, just about everybody on the planet, I went to both Fox Sports and ESPN this morning, and both of them are already projecting that the Tennessee Titans are going to be making that pick uh, with a mock trade. Do you agree with that? I do. Okay. I do. Now I'm not I'm not mocking trades just because it makes my job a lot harder yeah. on you know limited. So are you going to stay with Arizona then at this pick? I, I did, but in parentheses I do say a uh, potential trade with Tennessee for Anthony Richardson. Okay. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't play the music. Uh, we got to play the oh, music. Uh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but if Arizona stays with the pick, I'm going to say they go with. Whoever's left of Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson, for this sake, I'm saying Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. See, I'm actually typing this all in because tomorrow morning's show, I'm going to compare. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Why do you say that, dude? I I have a lot of confidence in you, dude. Well, I've done my homework, and most of these guys have – I looked up all the visits they've taken to teams. Yeah. Um, Oh, you took this seriously when we talked about it yesterday, and you're like, hey, who do you have on in your second hour? I bumped our second hour so we could uh, do this. So you've got Anthony Richardson from Florida as the number three pick then. If if Tennessee trades up. If, okay. If Arizona stays, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. Okay. I Okay. Or or what was his name? 
Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson position. Edge. And from Texas Tech. Okay, well, very good. I'm going to quit playing the music. It's getting on my nerves. If yep. it's getting on my nerves, I can't imagine what it's doing to everybody else. Indianapolis Colts at four. And, dude, if you say anything other than a quarterback, I'm throwing you out the window out there with Stormy, okay? Jalen, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Because they're definitely going. Yeah, uh, yeah quarterback. And it, this is assuming Tennessee does not make the trade. Okay. Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. Okay. But if they do make – well, we can't get in yeah. all those. I would have to have two mics here. Uh, da, 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 okay. Uh, and why? Why would the Indianapolis Colts go Richardson there? His At this point, you C.J. Stroud's got the highest floor. Anthony Richardson, without a doubt, has the highest ceiling. The guy is Cam Newton with better accuracy, a better throwing motion. I keep hearing, and I have listened to a little bit of uh, draft talk, that Anthony Richardson is the boomer bust in this draft. Whereas Bryce Young has, you know, we pretty much we have a good feeling what Bryce Young is going to be. We we hope he's going to be anyway. We have a pretty good feel of uh, Levis. We have a pretty good feel of uh, C.J. Stroud. But I keep hearing Anthony Richardson could be the boom out of this and be the number one player and we look back on this five years from now anthony richard richardson wherever he is is you know already a five-year starter has been in the pro bowl thank you baby been in the pro bowl a couple of times and all that or he could already be washed out of the league in five years your feelings on that that i can see both of those being the case um i think landing in indianapolis where they have shown a propensity to develop quarterbacks fairly well i think we can agree um, granted, two of those quarterbacks came in with some pretty good pedigree. Uh, you're not talking about Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, are you? No, why would I talk about those two? <laughs> no. Um, but Indianapolis is a good landing spot for them. They've got some weapons there. They've got a guy that can take some pressure off with the running game. They've got a pretty good defense. Um, Anthony Richardson could develop there. He's They have some interesting quarterbacks around him, some big personalities like uh, Mr. Minshew. But I love Gardner Minshew. Everybody does. Um, but Anthony Richard, he's a genetic freak. Uh-huh. I mean, the guy's a massive human being and lightning quick. Uh, if any of his ability translates to the NFL, I, I think he will be a star in okay. five years. Number five, it's uh, via a trade earlier with Denver. The Seattle Seahawks are uh, in that spot. Uh, who do you have going there? To alleviate their defensive uh, interior woes, uh, despite his legal issues right now, Jalen Carter, defensive interior, Georgia. Very good. Jalen Carter. Well, he's a tackle, right? Yep. From uh, the defending, to what uh, two-time defending national champion, uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, what do you like about Jalen Carter? He just does, he If he didn't have his legal issues, I, I could – I can say with a certain degree of confidence, he's one of, if not the best of the players in this draft. I mean, he just has a refined, sound game with incredible athleticism for his size. Um, he's going to be a a stalwart at the defensive tackle position for whatever team he lands on, God, in my opinion. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Okay, uh, the number six overall pick here in the uh, Jonathan Massey mock NFL draft 2023. It's a team that I think is going to be the surprise. I don't even think you call them a surprise team any longer uh, because they've shown great growth. 
the Detroit Lions. Well, Detroit, I think they have done a lot of good things with their offense. I think a lot of people won't think Detroit should take a quarterback here because Jared Goff's not the long-term solution. Well, Jared, well he's not. He's not, but uh, I, I did an exercise yesterday with someone. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, and Derek Carr all have almost identical numbers over the last five seasons. Yeah. Now, are any of those guys going to win you a Super Bowl? No. But can they get you to the playoffs any given year? Sure. Um, and I don't think you're getting a quarterback that's going to replace Jared Goff anytime soon and C.J. Stroud or Will Levis. Now, a couple years ago, they whiffed with the number three pick with Jeff Okuda, so I think they try to alleviate some of their defensive woes as far as passing defense goes, and they take Devin Witherspoon, uh, DB from Illinois. Uh, the first defensive back off the board for you, uh, what do you like about him? I just think he is he's the best defensive back in this. Some people would say Christian Gonzalez, but Witherspoon just has a – he can play man, he can play zone. Um, he's got the length that you need from a defensive back. I, I think he just across the board checks all the boxes for what you need with a DB. Now, he may not translate to the NFL. Um, he, got, he got hemmed up with guys sometimes and wasn't able to, to play to his potential, but – I, I think he is potentially one of the better defensive backs we've seen. Uh, I think he's going to be of the Patrick Sertain ilk. Okay. Um, so it, that remains to be seen. Very good. Uh, so Devin Witherspoon, defensive back, Illinois, to number six in the Detroit Lions. Uh, oh, I thought I had it on. I don't have. It. I thought I had my Las Vegas Raiders shirt on. I don't have it on. But the Las Vegas Raiders, who let's just step out of the box just for a second. The Raiders are now in Las Vegas. Of course, the Vegas Golden Knights in the NHL. And now we're going to have the uh, the Las Vegas Athletics, formerly the Oakland Athletics, formerly the Philadelphia Athletics, now the Las Vegas Athletics. And it could be as soon as 2025 is what they're saying that they could. Yeah. Vegas is becoming a major league city, dude. Yeah, which is great for Vegas, but I do feel bad for Oakland. Dude. I really do, which, you know, it's their fault. Well, they've lost – they're getting ready to lose the athletics. They lost the Golden State Warriors who were in in Oakland forever. They lost uh, uh, the Raiders who are – how crazy is that that two of Oakland's teams have gone to Las Vegas or will be eventually in Las Vegas? That's just insane, dude. Look, and you know what? As far as the athletics, they've been playing on a – on a minor league field for far too long. Dude, we've got to get over there. I've got to get, we've got to take it. You and I, and people don't know this for the most part, unless they just really know us, but we used to do baseball trips. We I do. mean, we did what, three of them, I guess, or was it four? It was three. Definitely. It's certainly three. Yeah. Cause we went to the Northeast, uh, a couple of times. And then when you graduated been, from high been, school, we've probably been to four. Okay. But we, then when you graduated from high school, we did the Midwest tour, which was a lot of then fun. Then we did the St. Louis trip, which was a stand. There you go. I would call it. Well, it was more to see, uh, you too, which and by the way, have you seen, they've released the dates for, uh, two and in Vegas. I haven't, but they have. And I, I, I hope we can do it. It's going to be it's very, very, very expensive. Much more expensive than I thought it was going to be, yeah. if that tells you anything. So we may be waiting and seeing them and uh, when they go on tour and come through the eastern United States. I have no issue. Thank you. Uh, good. I, I thought I would break it to you here on the air where, you know. No! Uh, yeah, exactly. You bastard. Um, you know, something like that. But wait a minute. Back to Las Vegas now. Uh, the Raiders. 
who uh, I, I, I consider an up-and-coming team. Now, what's their quarterback situation now? Jimmy Garoppolo. Not bad, right? I think it's a wait and see. Yeah. So, uh, who do you have then? The uh, Las Vegas. Wait a minute. I, I feel the need to uh, play it again. I'm sorry. You hear the crowd in the background there? Boo. Yeah, I know. Um, I think. Wow. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that again. I think the Raiders are going to do something that they probably shouldn't do. And but he's not is. a bad player. Uh, I think they're going to go with Christian Gonzalez, uh, okay. defensive this, back. Oregon. Two court, two defensive backs, back to back picks here. I think I think the Raiders are probably going to want Witherspoon. I think they're probably going to panic, and when they should probably try to find a solution for quarterback. Because uh, let's face it, Garoppolo not known for his health. Yeah. Uh, with C.J. Stroud and Will Levis still on the board, what does that say about Oak? Well, it's it's a Raider. It is a typical Raiders pick. You just called him Oakland. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> in my mind, and it's a typical Raiders pick where they do something that they probably shouldn't. If you look at their last ten draft picks, I think maybe two or three are still on the team. The best pick they've made in the last 10 picks is Josh Jacobs. Uh, they've got four that aren't even in the league anymore. Well, and I've even heard Josh Jacobs. Is he sitting out preseason and OTAs this year, or what's the deal with that? I haven't really read up a whole lot on okay. Josh Jacobs. You know, he's on my he's on my Grimes uh, yeah, no. team, yeah. and so he I, I really do have a lot of interest in knowing what happens to – Oh, I know. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think – Christian Gonzalez is a fine player. Uh, they've they've missed on a lot of DBs here recently. They haven't had a truly good defensive back since Namde Asamoa, which is he good was Lord. Yeah, he was a he was a DB back when Revis Island was a thing. So wow. Well, that uh, gives us the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. How about at number eight, the Atlanta Falcons? Well, I can say uh, Boo Falcons. Um, <laughs> Being a Panthers but, uh, fan, yeah. But I think the Falcons are going to finally take a quarterback off the board that's been sitting there for what I think is too long. I think they have already acknowledged that the Desmond Ritter thing probably isn't going to work out. And they're going to take C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. That is as low. There are people saying they think the Carolina Panthers still might take C.J. Stroud. I don't think they're going to, but that was definitely a conversation a week ago. So C.J. Stroud, that low, that's that's a – that's uh that's kind of a surprise there, dude. I do and for whatever reason I've I, now I've seen people that went quarterback 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 first four picks all quarterbacks. I've seen I've seen them lower, I've seen them higher, but I just feel like Atlanta's a good spot for him. Another pick Atlanta can make, which I'm hoping they do not is Bijan Robinson. I can't wait to talk about him. I'm kind of saving some time for him because I really think Oh, we're going to be waiting a little while. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, next, uh, via the trade that was made with the Carolina Panthers, a swap, the Chicago Bears now at number nine. Who do you have the Chicago Bears taking? Well, uh, the Chicago Bears obviously got D.J. Moore in the trade. They, they've they committed How to How much just, did that hurt your heart? It didn't. Not really. really. Okay. okay. I, I like D.J. Moore, but he, he wasn't a game winner. He wasn't the guy that was going to – he wasn't – you're Randy Ma, obviously. He wasn't even Steve Smith, in my opinion. Yeah. He didn't have the intensity Steve Smith had. Um, Steve Smith broke his arm and returned a punt for a touchdown. I, I don't – D.J. Moore would have laid on the ground and cried probably. <laughs> as, um, as would I. 
Yeah, so would I. Yeah, I'm not not judging him. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, but they're committed to Justin Fields. Um, they've got as well. I think they should be. They, yeah, he's yeah. he's shown that he has some ability. Mm-hmm. They're finally giving him some weapons. I think now they need to protect him. And I think in that vein, they go with uh, another Ohio State guy, Paris Johnson Jr. Um, there you go, offensive tackle. It's hard. It's so hard to. Uh, to grade these guys, they're great offensive tackles and offensive linemen in particular, because you can do that with an edge player on defense. You can do it with a defense uh, with a defensive tackle, but man, to me, that's one of the hardest things to to judge and to predict our offensive linemen. Am I right or wrong with that? I, I I don't think you're wrong, but I think a lot of it is because a lot of these guys are drafted as tackles, and for one reason or another, they're into, they they move them to guard. Um, yeah. And you rarely see it. They flip the side of the ball that they want them to play on. So they're expecting these guys to have that versatility now where when guys like Joe Thomas were being drafted, um, uh, Jordan Gross, who was a Panthers great, they drafted them to be left tackles. Mm-hmm. And they were – I mean, but also now they're not playing left tackle in college. They start out at right guard. They might play right tackle. Then they move to left tackle. Well, Paris Johnson did the same thing, and he's shown the ability to do it at different positions. But I don't, I don't know how you can say, "Oh, that's going to one hundred percent translate." So, you're, I would agree with you. Okay, there you go. Philadelphia Eagles at number ten via an earlier trade with New Orleans, and I got to tell you, every month you just kind of surprised me a little bit when you said no, Bijan Robinson. You got him going later. I've seen four mock drafts. All four have the Eagles taking Bijan Robinson at that pick, and you're disagreeing with them. They could, yeah, they could. Now there have been, I don't know. What I've always heard is never discount anything you you hear or see when it's getting around draft time. I saw some rumors, whether or not they were true, that Derrick Henry could be moving to Philadelphia. They just paid a lot of money to Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Like an unreasonable amount of money. They've already got a really good offensive line. The one hold they have is right guard. Okay. Second round pick last year. He's still got plenty of time, but he didn't grade out very well last year. And you've got Lane Johnson at right tackle, who's not getting any younger. You've got Jason Kelsey, who's not getting any younger. Mm -mm. You've got uh, Maliata, who's in his late 20s, and he's 6'8, 365 pounds. So, you know, his knees are. But I think they're going to take Peter Skaronsky, offensive tackle from Northwestern, who has projected out as a offensive guard because he has a shorter arm length. Peter, and I'm making sure I Skaronsky. Yeah. From Northwestern. How about that? When's the last time of <laughs> It's probably sooner than we both realize. Yeah, honestly. probably. Okay, well, uh, there you go. This top 10 picks. We'll hit them real quick here. Man, we've got to move a little bit faster here. But Panthers, you've got Bryce Young, Texans, and Will Anderson Jr. Cardinals, if it, now you never said where would Tyree Wilson go if, uh, if uh, Arizona slash Tennessee doesn't take him at three, but we can catch up with that later. Uh, you've got either Anthony Richardson or Tyree Wilson uh, from Texas Tech going to the Cardinals. You've got Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida, going to the Colts. Jalen Richardson, uh, or I'm sorry, Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from Georgia, going to the Seahawks. The Lions selecting at six. Devon, Devon Witherspoon, defensive back from Illinois, another defensive back going seven to the Raiders. Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, number eight. The Falcons taking quarterback C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, number nine. The Chicago Bears picking Bears. Harris Johnson Jr., offensive tackle from Ohio State. 
And then Peter Skoronsky, offensive tackle from Northwestern, going 10. Tennessee here at 11 with that potential. Well, they, they're holding on to the position right now, Tennessee is, but if they were to trade, it would be the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, what, let, let's go, I guess, under the assumption that the Titans keep this pick. Who do you have going there? Uh, Will Levis, quarterback, Kentucky. Okay. There I think if, if he starts tumbling, the Titans are just licking their chops. They're, they're ecstatic. Now, I will say if that trade is made, this is where yeah. I would have Tyree Wilson going. Okay. And I would have Will Levis going fourth. Okay. So that trade does shake things up a lot as far as how much for for all these people saying this now for is it just one of those open secrets that everybody knows it's probably going to happen or what is it Arizona uh, showed their cards okay they they basically put it out there look we want to move down there's we're not drafting a quarterback we want you guys to pay us to draft a quarterback well now everybody's like well you don't want to do it so just take whoever you're going to take yeah because you're not taking a quarterback you just paid Kyler. Yeah. So, so they they see a bust or water. Do you think is he a bust? I mean, what do you think about Kyle? I think he's a talented player, but I just think his head's not in the game. Yeah, I do too, man. And I'm just I'm glad I didn't invest any uh, serious fantasy in their video games. Yeah, there you go. Twelve, the Houston Texans via an earlier trade with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, this may be just a master class uh, for the Texans to not draft a quarterback and build around a quarterback they don't have yet. Uh, and they take Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver from Ohio State. Jackson who? Smith and Jigba. Okay. Let's see. How do you spell? N-J-I-G-B-A. Okay, one more time. N-J-I. Uh, okay. Oh, so it's <laughs> – I spelled Jackson with – Oh, yeah, it's J-A-X-O-N. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Okay. Uh, tell us a little. I am not one bit familiar with him. Jackson Smith, all which would be the third Ohio State player taken at this point. Yeah. And I don't know that we're going to see any more, but uh, he's the best wide receiver in the class. He put up incredible numbers, even with Garrett Wilson on the roster, Chris Olave on the roster, and Marvin Harrison Jr. on the roster. So he was putting up numbers. He He's shorthanded. He's, in my opinion, the only wide receiver worth a first-round pick. That is not to say he is going to be the only wide receiver taken in the first round because there's too many wide receiver needy teams right now. He's He could be a top-ten pick. Okay. I could see I could How see have I not really heard of him? That's that's crazy. The narrative, I'm not a big football fan, well, a college football the, fan. The narrative this year has just been quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. They, they're okay. not talking. And then, you know, other things happen, like the Jalen Carter stuff and – yeah. It just. Well, Jackson Smith, Najabaya. In Jigba. In Jigba. Thank you. Uh, yeah, if you need speeding help on that or spelling help on that, let me know. Number 13, uh, the Green Bay Packers from that trade with Aaron Jones. Or Aaron Jones. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Good God. Aaron Rodgers uh, that swapped them uh, the 15 up to the 13 for this. Who are they taking? Okay. Well, the Green Bay Packers never took a skills player to really help Aaron Rodgers. So why would they change now? <laughs> but they do get a really good edge player in Nolan Smith from Georgia. Okay. Nolan Smith, edge from Georgia. Very good. Uh, how about the New England Patriots? And how weird is it seeing the New England Patriots draft this uh, this high usually the patriots are 27 28 29 30 31 something like that does the heart good doesn't it it does i love it uh, and they've not been known 
to be good drafters. So, uh-huh. uh, and that's why I originally had this guy mocked at about thirty. <laughs> um, maybe not that low, but it was pretty low. Um, New England takes Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, Tennessee. Uh, Wright with a W. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Darnell Wright. I, I mean, he he. He's a fine tackle in college. Um, was the was a left tackle for Tennessee, I believe. So he he played in some big games. He played in a great conference, uh, which kind of makes me wonder: is it too good of a conference for New England to draft him? You know, I'm sure the Missouri Valley has somebody that they could take. But uh, I, I like I, I like the guys as a tackle. Don't love him. Uh, I think he should probably be closer to the second round, but. It's the Patriots. When do they ever do anything that's conventional? No, not at all. Now the New York Jets at fifteen uh, from that trade with the Packers. Uh, they traded. They swapped their draft pick. So now they're fifteen. Who do the J E T S Jets 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 pick? Well, they've done a really good job of drafting their skills positions the last couple of years. Brees Hall, mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson. They brought in Alan Lazard. They've got guys that Aaron Rodgers wants there. What they don't have is a great offensive line. So I think they can take uh, a guy from the defending champion, Georgia Bulldogs, uh, Broderick Jones. I think he could he could be a guy. He he reminds me of Andrew Thomas a little bit mm-hmm. uh, for the Giants, uh, who's pretty good. Um, and that's really I, – I, Aaron Rodgers has the Tom Brady effect on offensive lines where all of a sudden the offensive line graded 31st last year. Tom Brady gets behind him, and now they're the best offensive line in football. Funny um, how that happens, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I guess when you're playing for somebody that you respect. <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, you'll love this uh, a little. And you know what? I do need to do a, a, a quick ad here. Uh, Danny Rice pipes in and says, Massey is on a roll. How about that? Well, I, I appreciate it. You know, I'm glad somebody recognizes my greatness. There you go. Okay. Uh, well, dude, a lot of people recognize your greatness. Hey, you know who else recognizes your greatness? UNC Lenore Healthcare. Was that a good segue? I, I think so. <laughs> there you go. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Uh, visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. And listen, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the title sponsor of the uh of the uh, big interview and Jonathan Massey, you are our big interview today. Yeah, I know it's weird. It is weird. Uh, you are, and dude, we are only halfway through. Yeah, we'll we're going to have to speed up a little bit. And it's my fault, but I want you to take a minute. Uh, next up, the Washington Commanders at number sixteen. Who do you have them going? Well, to? some news broke yesterday. It changed this a little bit for me. Uh, Chase Young's fifth year option will not be picked up, so he may not be a red, uh, Commander um, <laughs> next season. Uh, so I've got them taking Luke Van Ness, an edge rusher from Iowa. Luke Van Ness. Let's see. Let me find him. Wow. Is it traditional spelling, Luke? Well, I think it's also Lucas. Oh, uh, okay. That might be uh, 
No, I can't find it in that either. Wow. Okay. V- well, spell a- it for me. V-A-N space N-E-S-S. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Lucas, but it's L-U-K-S, not L-U-C-S. Yeah. Lucas Van Ness in what position? Edge. Defense Edge Van from? Van uh, Iowa. From Iowa. Okay. Uh, what impresses you about him? Well, you're a lot of Washington fans in our area. What impresses uh, you about him? I, I think he's not a lot, honestly. I think he's he's going to be a decent to good uh, edge rusher. Um, a lot of people have been trying to compare him to, you know, the TJ Watts and the Boses of the world, but I just I I don't really see it. But you know, he's 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 shown some propensity to get to the quarterback. And that's what really matters in the NFL, putting pressure on the quarterback so they'll make mistakes. Um, he's he's okay. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't love him, but, you know, they need somebody that's going to replace him. I like it. So let's go to uh, number 17. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, uh, who do you have them going Pittsburgh with? fans are going to love this. Okay. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., defensive back, Penn State. <laughs> well, I mean uh, – and. and Self-explanatory. Very he's self-explanatory. A, he's a, he's a pretty good DB. Wow. Um, and now, and they've shown some. They drafted Kenny Pickett last year, who went to Pittsburgh. They like to keep their guys close. And Joey Porter, I don't know how you get any closer. No, when you talk about, uh, is he in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. But he still, he had a great career oh, yeah. for the Steelers uh, back in the day. Okay, number eighteen. It's the second time we've heard this team named the Detroit Lions are back up. Yep, I think they're they're really trying to correct that defense. They're going to take the best safety in the draft, and it's not close. That is Brian Branch from Alabama. Is that B-R-I or B-R-Y? It's, it's the unfun way. It's B-R-I. <laughs> Brian Branch, safety from Alabama. Yep. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who uh, really, really, really need a lot of help to this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's amazing you go from a team that wins the Super Bowl with uh, – with Brady a couple of years ago yeah. to, or what, two years ago, three years ago, man, time just flies. Three. three. Yeah. Three, because they yeah, that's right. The Rams won after that. And then last year to, this is a team just in shambles right now, and, isn't it? Yeah. And you know, you're not going to, you're not fixing that offense right now. Yeah. They got a decent offensive line. They're trying to bring in Mayfield and guys like that to fix the quarterback position. That division, uh, that, yeah, that division is what I've seen. That doesn't work, but, more power to them. I think they're going to go to the defensive side of the ball. They're going to draft Miles Murphy, uh, Edge from Clemson, M Y L E S. Thank you. Because as people, I want people to know, I'm I'm typing all this down because uh, well, you can have this after I'm done. Well, I, but what I want to do is I want to compare it tomorrow. So when I when I do my monologue in tomorrow's show, I told uh, I told somebody if I get even a quarter of these right, I'll be so it's thirty one. So if you got eight of these right, you yeah, would I'd be, be happy. Okay. I like it. Uh, number 20, their second pick of the first round. Seattle. Yeah. The Seattle Se- the Seahawks. People may think this pick makes little to no sense, and they'd be right. Uh, Jordan Addison, wide receiver from USC. Okay. I, I think they've, they they know they're not getting a quarterback here. They're not getting the heir apparent to Geno Smith. Um, uh, I think Tyler Lockett's not long for Seattle. Uh, DK Metcalf isn't. Isn't as great as everybody thought he was. He, he's a freak. Yeah, but he's he's not putting up those numbers like his draft partner uh, AJ Brown. 
So they're going to try to find a guy that could potentially stretch the field. Uh, although, what I've seen of him, he's he's okay. I mm-hmm. uh, hope he proves me wrong. But Jordan Addison, USC. Very good. First uh, selection for this next team at number 21 overall, the L.A. Chargers. The Chargers, of, formerly of San Diego, that I always mess up and uh, continue yep. to call them San Diego. But the L.A. Chargers, what do you have them picking at number 21? Absolute steal right here. This guy could be the next big thing at the tight end position. Dalton Kincaid from Utah. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that's their first tight end off the board for he's, you. He's only been playing football for six years. He was without a doubt the best tight end in college this year. Uh, was a basketball player before, which is always a good thing for a tight end. Uh, has really good hands. Not a great blocker, mm-hmm. but you know the way the way the Chargers run their offense, they don't they don't need a lot of blocking from their tight ends. Uh, with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams getting hurt so much, this would be a home run pick. If Dalton Kincaid is healthy and can play the way he played in college with Herbert as a quarterback, he's going to – the sky's the limit for the guy. Herbert, one of the best four quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, best right? four or five, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, 22. Make Scott Whittington and Paul Whittington happy here. The Baltimore Ravens. Deonta Banks, DB from Maryland. D-E-O-N-T-E. Okay. Tell me a little bit about him. Uh, I think he's a solid, and I've, I've seen a lot of people project him here. He's a solid DB. Uh, played in a decent conference. He's in the Big Ten now. He he has some issues with his game, but DBs seem to flourish, to take a word from Junius, uh, in, in Baltimore. I mean, you get guys like Marlon Humphrey. I think this is. I think Baltimore would be a great system for him, and I think he could be a. He reminds me of a. What what Patrick Queen was a few years ago, where they kind of got a steal with Patrick Queen as a linebacker. Deontay Banks is going to be the same. Very good. Uh, that is number twenty-two, Deontay Banks. Uh, how about twenty-three, the Minnesota Vikings? Well, outside of Justin Jefferson, they don't really have any wide receiver help. But he's all going doggone good yeah, wide yeah, receiver, yeah. though. If you need uh, – I mean, they do have Jalen Rager. LOL. Wow. Uh, see, that hurts me particularly because going back to uh, that league that we were talking about <laughs> with uh, with the Grums in that keeper league, which is a dynasty keeper. We've got to talk about this another time. We don't have time now. I picked him in the first round. I thought he was going to be a, a player, dude. I, I was wrong. What is it? It's, Narrator. Brian was wrong. Yeah, how did I end up here? Yeah. Um, Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College. Okay. I do think Zay Flowers is probably the second best receiver in this class. Really? Yeah. I, I, he's got he's a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. But they've got Justin Jefferson, who's going to get a lot of attention. This guy is going to do some over-the-middle stuff. Pretty good hands. He's shifty. Um, I, I think he could do some pretty good things in Minnesota with the, the style of offense they run. Okay. Very good. Uh, 24, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I went back and forth on this so much, but I, really? I'm just going to, yeah, I thought they could take Michael Mayer from uh, Notre Dame to tight end, but ultimately I went with uh, who I thought was the maybe second best player left on the board. Will McDonald, the fourth uh, edge rusher from Iowa State. I think their offense is pretty good. Yeah. I, yeah, they're, I think they're in good shape. I really yeah, do. So I think they can address that defense and. Make a run at the conference. 
Or the division title. I love it. Number 25, the New York football Giants. And nobody likes them. Uh, And (laughs) look, people are going to love this pick or hate this pick. Dude, I haven't. Have you said Bajan Robinson's name yet? I have not. Okay. Quentin Johnston, wide receiver, TCU. Quentin Johnston? Yeah. Uh, wide receiver who? TCU? TCU. Yeah, uh, the guy, has, he, he's got some drop issues. But as we know, uh, the Giants have some wide receiver issues in that uh, I don't think I can name more than Sterling Shepard. <laughs> that uh, is true. So That's a lie. I can name Richie James. But none of them are great or good. So why not take a flyer on a six foot three, well-built, decently fast wide receiver who may or may not be able to catch the football. Sounds like you're hitting on him. So anyway, <laughs> uh, number 26, uh, make Richard Clark happy here. The Dallas Cowboys. Bijan Robinson running back. Texas. What? Well, okay. that running back room got some, got, got, had a, had a pretty big eviction recently. Yes, it did. And Tony Pollard's great. I like Tony Pollard. I do too. So you're taking two running backs who had massive contracts, getting rid of one of them, bringing in a, a guy on a rookie contract who may be better than Ezekiel Elliott was. If I'm Richard Clark, I am over the moon about this pick. B. John right, do you really think he's going to fall that far? I think he could. Okay. I now, think he really could. I, 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 I'm going to be watching tonight hoping that you're right just for this. but because I of, hope I'm wrong for Bijan's sake because yeah. the, the kid is just – Incre- I mean, he's great talent. Give I mean, me 30 seconds on why running backs have lost so much value in the last five to six years I, in the NFL. Uh, it, the, the simple answer is the offensive schemes have changed. Yeah. You're not you're not seeing every team run on first down, second down like they used to. It was a running heavy league back in the 70, 60, 80s and before. I'd even say up to 10 years ago. 10 or 11 years ago it was a running heavy league. Yeah, I mean, but running backs had different value even 10 years ago or 20 years ago because you had guys like LT, uh, Adrian Peterson. Um, they, they were catching balls. out LaShawn McCoy, they were catching balls out of the backfield. They weren't just between the tackle guys. Um, the running back, the ideal running back has changed. Yeah. If you can get a guy like Christian McCaffrey, yeah. you're over the moon. But now it's it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got five picks left. We got about three minutes to do it. So uh, let's right. knock it out here. The yep. Buffalo Bills at twenty-seven. Kalijah Cansey, defensive tackle. Spell Kalijah for me. C A L I J A H. In a hundred years, I never got that right. Last name Cansey. K A N C E Y. Position defensive tackle Pittsburgh. Okay, uh, Cincinnati Bengals at 20. Is there anything you want to say about Kansi? Uh Not really. Okay, uh, Cincinnati Bengals at 28. Uh, they would. I'm, they might trade up if Bijan's still there and try to get the Giants pick to get Bijan before Dallas does, but I'm going to project them here as Anton Harrison, offensive tackle, Oklahoma. Uh, you you got a franchise guy in Burrow. You've got, if they don't cut Mixon. What college is he from? Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, you want to protect Burrow. You want to give him time. So uh, There you go. 29, New Orleans Saints. Brian Brissy. B-R-I or? B-R-Y-A-N. Ah, last name? B-R-E-S-E-E. D-T from Clemson. Okay. Anything you want to tell me about him? Uh, he's fallen a lot. He, at one point, he was a projected top 10 guy, but he's just lost some favor. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles here at number 30. Uh, smallest DB in the class, I think. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, defensive back, Mississippi State. 
He's not. He's a slight guy. Might weigh in the one sixties, but is an absolute dog, as uh, Pat McAfee and the guys would say. There you go. And then the defending Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, at number thirty-one. Uh, they could go wide receiver, but I think there's some wide receivers in the second round. There's no reason to take one here. B.J. Ojolari, uh, edge rusher from LSU. B.J. O-J-U-L-A-R-I. Position. Uh, edge rusher, uh, LSU. Very good. Uh, so there you go. They, and I tell you what, if you're just joining us and you're like, man, I only got in in the 20s, guess what? Go to brianhanks.com. Go to our uh, SoundCloud feed. Go to my Facebook page. I'm going to have Jonathan Massey's first round mock draft listed there, and you can check that out. So, uh, uh, we, of course, now we've got about a minute, minute and a half left here. Uh, hey, what are you what are you anticipating tonight? I mean, you, you've given us all 31 picks, but uh, what would throw off your picks here if something what, – what one thing could happen that would throw your picks off, you think? Um, I think it's not – it's going to be a series of things. I think this, this draft could potentially have the most first-round trades of any draft we've seen in recent history. Well, we've already got a bunch of teams that have already traded – in this yeah. first round, but you're saying there could Just even tonight, be more. There, wow. It could be absolute chaos. Uh, there's a part of me that kind of likes that, but then there's a part of me. I like I like my draft. To, hey, now, it's real quick, why are there only 31 instead of 32 picks when there's 32 uh, Miami, teams? In there? Miami had to forfeit their pick for tampering. Ooh, with the uh, Tom Brady stuff. Yep. And they ended up not even getting him, which Correct. even makes it stink that much more. And the Miami Dolphins, they don't have a pick in the first round, do they? Neither do the Browns. But wow. that's because of the Deshaun Watson deal, I believe. Okay. Wow. Are they the only two teams without a pick in the first round? No, I don't think so because Philadelphia has two. Seattle has two. Detroit has two. Yeah, there's somebody in there that definitely doesn't, but uh, that is what it is. How much fun are you going to have tonight? I mean, is this uh, for uh, Jonathan Massey that you sit in your recliner, you prop your feet up, you've got uh, popcorn and a beverage? Uh, probably not just because I have a toddler running around now and, uh, I, I'm not allowed to have fun anymore. <laughs> well, was this fun coming in? And, oh yeah, and this was great. Knocking out an hour. This was awesome. I really enjoy this. Uh, but again, thank you. Listen, if you want to see Jonathan Massey's picks, uh, he, you just heard him do it this whole past hour. It will be posted at brianhanks.com. It'll be posted on our, uh, uh SoundCloud feed. 1 through 31. I hope I spelled everybody's names right here. Hey, just for poops and giggles here, let's assume that uh, it's Arizona that's got that pick. at. Uh, so you've got them picking Anthony Richardson at three then, right? If Arizona has it? Yeah. Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson. If uh, Then where do you have Anthony Richardson going then? Four. There you go. You've got it there. Okay. Hey, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Yeah.